Welcome. You have now tuned in to Smart Money Mornings, brought to you by The Lab. I want you to deal with your problems by becoming rich. Start off your morning smart with market news, stock picks, investment ideas, and more. Money never sleeps. She's jealous. If you don't pay close, close attention, you wake up in the morning, she might be gone forever. Now, here's your host, Ben Hart. Good morning, guys. I'm your host, Ben Hart. I wanted to thank you for tuning in to Smart Money Mornings. Before we start, I did want to remind listeners that this is not professional financial advice and is just provided for educational purposes only. Invest at your own risk and comfort level. And in that, I wanted to start off this week's episode by highlighting a few important lessons that are important to understand about investing. Number one, no investment is a sure thing. No matter how confident you are in a certain investment, it's never a sure thing. No matter what you or anyone else thinks about it, and ironically, the higher your confidence level, the greater the potential for that investment is to fail. Never be so confident of your own opinion about an investment that you either buy too much of a given investment or you fall in love with it along the way. Number two, recognize when enough is enough. Knowing when enough is enough advice pertains to investing in much the same way as it relates to drinking. Be careful how much money you put into a single investment. Never overload in a single investment no matter how good you feel about it. Though this isn't easy to master, Learn when the jig is up on a stock or even the entire market and prepare yourself to move on. Number three, avoid making emotional investments. This is a big one. Earlier, I mentioned falling in love with your investments, which is something that happens all the time. A stock does well for a while and you develop such a confidence in its ability to perform that you actually become attached to it. At that point, the attachment is more emotional than financial. You've learned to feel good about it because it's a good performer, but that's no guarantee of its performance in the future. If a stock has done well, don't assume it will rise forever. If news is coming out that there may be problems with the company, it's better to sell and take profits than to risk losing your gains over some emotional attachment. Number four, don't get greedy. Two emotions control investing, greed and fear. While too much fear can keep you from ever getting rich, Excess greed can quickly land you in the poorhouse. Greed in investing can manifest itself in several ways, such as excessive emphasis on growth stocks, focusing on a narrow range of investments, overly optimistic expectations in an investment's performance, investing to get rich rather than build wealth, and investing in trends rather than reasonably predictable cash flows. Successful investing is about patient capital and not get-rich-quick strategies. You're flirting with the greed when you pursue the latter. Number five, take diversification seriously. No matter what the market conditions are, just because we're in a bull market is not a reasonable excuse to overload in stocks. Always have a significant amount of funds and assets that have nothing to do with stock, whether that's hard assets, savings accounts, retirements funds, cash, you name it. You just want to diversify in that nature. So when the market reverses, and it will, you'll be feeling a lot better about yourself. Six, don't quit your day job. Quitting my job isn't something I've done, but I know a lot of people who have done it in bull markets. People quit their jobs. Either they become day traders or because they're having such a nice positive run on their portfolios, they convince themselves they're never going to have to work again. 
that kind of belief usually only lasts until the next market crash and reality sets in. Not only do you have to look for a job, but you may need to find a new career. And number seven, fun investors do better than individual stock investors, which this one's a hard one to swallow for some. There's a current consistent pattern where people who invest in funds tend to have positive returns in most years. With individual stock investors, it's just the opposite. They tend to lose money every year, actually. While there is money to be made as an individual investor, it's unlikely you'll be able to outperform mutual funds and especially index funds year after year. And you can lose a lot of money learning that lesson. It's time to check in on the market news. All right, getting into market news. TurboTax maker Intuit nears agreement to buy Credit Karma for $7 billion. The deal is in cash and stock, which will push Intuit farther into consumer finance. Look out for this as this deal could be announced today, which could be a potential swing trade opportunity that I may take advantage of, but we'll see. It currently sits at 297.57 with a 52 week high of 306.89. And I definitely think we can see this stock reaching new highs in the short term with this uh, new information being released. Wells Fargo to pay $3 billion to U.S. admits pressuring workers and fake account scandal. The bank has agreed to pay the fee to resolve criminal and civil probes into fraudulent sales practices and has admitted to pressuring employees and fake account scandal. On top of paying the fine, they will enter into a three-year deferred prosecution agreement during which the bank will continue to cooperate with any ongoing government investigations. I'm looking at this as a possible short opportunity in the near term. Um, I'm just going to keep an eye on the stock to see how it reacts upon market opening today. Bull in our top bear for Friday. So our top bull for the day was Dukamon. Dukamon had a 33% jump on Friday after Q4 earnings were released above analyst expectations. The technology company reported earnings of $8.9 million, or $0.75 cents a share, compared to just $673,000, or $0.06 cents a share, in the same period a year ago. Analysts have predicted earnings of $6.3 million, or $0.61 cents a share, um, <clears throat> pushing it well above analyst expectations. And our top bear for the day was Valeris, down 26.44% to $4.24 after their earnings report was released. Investors were highly displeased with the offshore drilling contractor after reporting $512 million in revenue, down $39 million from the prior quarter. Valeris also reported a huge $219 million loss and $193 million loss in operating losses and continued a recent trend of cash burn. For the full year, the company reported $277 million in negative operating cash flow. The Stock Picks of the Week. Switching it up this week and going to dive into cryptocurrency a little bit. This is a market I get asked about quite frequently. I actually have a background in certifications in crypto and really have enjoyed watching and investing in the market over the years. Before I get my top three picks, let me preface by saying there is a major amount of progress that still needs to be made in regulation before we see it becoming anything it's promised to be. And while there is money to be made in the market, the volatility is extremely high, which means there is a lot of money to be lost in the market as well. So as I say with any investment, proceed with caution. Market With a current market cap of almost $181 billion, it's at the top of the list of now 5,000 plus cryptocurrencies, and I think it'll always stay that way. 
Bitcoin is currently sitting around $9,968 with a 52-week high hovering around $13,000 and an all-time high above $20,000. This is one to watch as it battles its way back after a tough 2019 for all cryptocurrency and it is up 40% in the past three months. Number two is Litecoin. Litecoin ranked number six in the market based on market cap and is currently sitting at 79.16 after a 5% jump today. It has a market cap of over $5 billion, a 52-week high of $142, and an all-time high of $375, making it my second crypto to watch after a 74% rally in the past three months. Number three is Ethereum. Number two on the list by market cap, and like most of the cryptocurrencies, has made a rally in the past three months, up 89% to $276. Ethereum has a 52-week high of $364 and an all-time high of $1,274 as it comes in as number three on my list. The crypto market is still the wild, wild west, so proceed with extreme caution as vol volatility is high. On the flip side, if you spend time researching and understanding the market, just like any market, there's trades to be made, there's money to be made. Um, but the safest bet for investing in this market is just putting in small amounts you can handle for a long-term hold. If cryptocurrency becomes half as popular as it promises to be, these fluctuations won't matter long-term because these digital currencies will be reaching new highs. It's time for investment ideas. For this week's investment idea, I wanted to start by giving you an update on the AI trading software I discussed last week. Uh, currently, the count is up 25.12%. Um, it's currently in some drawdown, which is expected. I also expect some bearish days to be ahead as the win rate has been extremely high so far. Um, but going to continue to be transparent with you guys. Um, I'm just as interested as you are. Uh, so we're nearing the one month mark in another two weeks. Um, so that's going to be the, kind of the measure is month to month. Um, and then my investment idea or tip for the day uh, kind of the oldest trick in the book, but always need to be a reminder, especially in the times we live in now, and that's saving. Saving is a really powerful tool for building up your financial assets. I was super bad about it growing up, uh, but as I got older, I really started to see and notice wasteful spending I was doing, and I know it's really a problem for the majority of people. Budgeting out my months has been one of the best things I've ever done Uh for my saving habits, at the beginning of the year, last year, I did an overhaul of my spending. I went through all my recurring monthly charges, which was helpful in itself because I was able to cancel a lot of unused subscriptions. I looked at bills, kind of leisure spending, um, all of those, and added up my total monthly expenses. Then comparing that side by side with what I was making on a monthly basis, I realized I could be saving like tons more than I was. Uh, so that's my challenge for this week, you guys. If you haven't already done a budget, uh, just take a few hours of your time and budget out your months. It, it really helps in kind of being aware of what your spending is. And then if you're aware of your spending, you're able to make those changes easier. And now this is Extra Extra. Another recommendation for you guys this week, and it's a book. I've had a lot of people reach out to me um, asking what I read to learn more about the stock market and investing. And while there's an endless amount of great books to read, for a beginner just looking to learn the stock market, I recommend a book called Stock Market 101 by Michelle Kagan. 
His book cuts out all the boring explanations of basic investing and instead provides hands-on lessons that kind of keep you engaged as you learn how to build a portfolio and expand your wealth. Um, so from bull markets to bear markets to foreign exchange markets, uh, it's really a great primer book for anyone looking to build knowledge. But that's it from me, guys, this week. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. In the meantime, if you could subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, it would be greatly appreciated. We're also on SoundCloud. And check out our Instagram and Twitter accounts as well, at Smart Money Mornings and at Smart Mornings on Twitter. Thanks again. See you next week. You've been listening to Smart Money Mornings, brought to you by The Lab. Starting off your morning smart with market news, stock picks, investment ideas, and more. For more after the show, subscribe and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Till next time, this is Smart Money Mornings, signing off. <laughs>